God bless you on tonight. We thank God for each and every one of you that showed up tonight. We praise God for another session of Living the Word with yours truly, Pastor Clay. Um, first of all, before, no, let's pray, and then we'll go into our lesson on tonight. Oh, God, we love you tonight, and we bless your name. We thank you for, first of all, life. We thank you for health. Thank you for strength. We thank you, God, for a sound mind. And we're praising you for all that you've done. God, you've been so good to us. And I glorify your name tonight. God, will you touch the people that are listening tonight? Bless those that are yet arriving tonight. Let your word go out and accomplish what it's set out to do. Use me tonight, and I'll praise you. You'll be all the glory and honor for it, God. Amen. We thank God for each and every one of you tonight. Again, um, my brothers and my sisters, this is last Friday of 2022. This is the last Friday of 2022. And I thank God for every one of you that are following us and support this ministry and I love you for that and I thank God for each and every one of you um let's go to the word of the Lord um tonight go with me to Mark chapter 14 Mark chapter 14 I have verses 32 through 42. I may not get through them all. And then for background uh, study, and you add these scriptures to um, the time that you have allotted yourself for Bible study. And I want you to study Esther chapter 4. We will talk about Esther chapter 4, but let's lay this foundation tonight. Tonight I want to talk about putting your faith on the line. Putting your faith on the line. Many, many people in scripture, in our, in the Bible, so many have put their um, faith on the line for God. And I, I don't know if I want to jump out there and say this, but there is, um, certain elements of risk involved with faith. That's going to run us over into the book of Esther, chapter 4. But let's stay with Mark, chapter 14. Again, putting your faith on the line. Um, so let's look at Mark, chapter 14. Let's look at verses 32. We'll begin there. 
And they came to a place which was named Gethsemane. And he said to the disciples, sit here while I shall pray. And he taketh with him Peter and James and John and began to be so amazed, sore amazed, and to be very heavy. He says unto them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. I want you to underline the hour. The hour might pass from him. So we we do know scripture text um, and that Jesus prays in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he's there because, first of all, my brothers and my sisters, Christ, his example, can never be repeated enough. His example can never be explained enough. Um, because what he did was so tremendous and powerful, I really feel we, we kind of skip it to the point that we move on into the other parts of the ministry. First of all, watch me now. Jesus has a ministry. Jesus is on assignment. He has a ministry. He's on assignment. And, and listen, listen. It did not really, well, how can I say this? It really wasn't for himself, even though that he was the main part of yours and my existence in this world and um, his existence gave us victory in living the life that we have in Christ Jesus. I, I better say that because, you know, there, there's people that are living a raggedy life. Their life is so raggedy, it's raggedy than a can of sauerkraut. But I'm talking about a life that is pleasing to God. He put his faith on the line for us. So he says that, um, okay, he, he goes into the Olive Grove. That Olive Grove is called the, the um, Gethsemane. He, say, he tells and gives instructions to Peter, James, and John. Stay, stay right here. But the scripture says that he is deeply troubled and distressed. Now, wait a minute. We're talking about Jesus. Jesus is deeply troubled and distressed. Most of us know why. If, if, if not, let me tell you. 
he's about to go through something that he's never been through before in his life here on earth. You're not the only one that's been through some stuff that you never went through before. You're not the only one that have really tasted an agony that was so tremendous that really he opened up himself. Jesus opened up himself here in these particular verses where he's never done it before. How, How did he open himself up? He really revealed his emotions, and the weakness in his flesh. Well, he says, listen, he, uh, uh, um, first of all, in so many words, he says, I am, my, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. But he said, I, I just needed somebody. Can, can you just pray with me? For a minute, not a minute, but he said, can you pray with me for one hour? Putting your faith on the line. Jesus exposed himself, and and my brothers and sisters, listen. First of all, you have to uh, be very careful who you open up your spirit to. Be very careful who you open your spirit to. If you're not careful, uh, somebody with the wrong motives is there to crush you. Crush your ambitions, crush your thoughts, crush your emotions. And not only that, but not, they say they're there with you in the midst of your push or your trouble, but they're not there for you. They're there with you, but they're not there for you. Huh? I don't know which I don't know which one that you'd rather have, somebody with you or for you. Jesus wanted them for him. But they was with him, but they couldn't stand up for him. They were with him physically, but they wasn't for him spiritually. Because all he said, listen, and not all he said, but he said, listen. If you can unite with me in prayer, you can help me undergo what I'm about to grab a hold on. And really, I need some help. Anybody in here really needed not some natural help, but you needed some spiritual help. You you really needed somebody. Well, praise God tonight. You needed somebody just to help you carry the load spiritually because uh, at the point right then, you felt that you just couldn't make it. But your faith is on the line. Huh? How, 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 is, how is our faith on the line? Um, if you notice Hebrew... 11 and 1 is not in the scripture that I've given you to study. But um, my sisters, y'all, you grab that real quick, will you? 
uh, brother, can you grab that? Just, just y'all, y'all, y'all turn together, and 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 you, you know about heart. And it says, what is it now? Now, now. How many needed the right now? How many ever needed the your faith to be uh, the right now faith? Now faith is. We talk about it. We share with others, and we try to express the power of faith in the midst of our heaviness, in the midst of our Red Sea experience, in the midst of our Gethsemane experience. We talk about faith. So, Jesus' faith is on the line here. He talks to God. He talks to God, just like you and I. We talk to God. What, what did Jesus expose about himself that we can learn from the Garden of Gethsemane experience? He says, and I think it's in verse um, 36, 36 says, and he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Huh? Take away this cup from me. God, all things are possible, and really, I, I want you to take this one away from me. This one is a lot. This one here is the big one. This one here, I need some help with. Huh? If Jesus needed some help, you know, why, 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 why cause yourself extra grief? We all need some help at one time or another. And we need, praise God, somebody to help us to go through. But Jesus said, he said, listen, can you, I, I know, listen, first of all, God, there's nothing impossible to you. And since there's nothing impossible, and I know that you deal with the impossibilities. Now, since nothing is impossible, can you take this away from me? Have you ever been there? Lord, can you take this away from me? This one. You know, uh, 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 and, and and maybe we kind of added some stuff to it. I tell you what, if you take this away from you, the, the, the next one, I'm not going to ask you nothing about. <laughs> but today, this one here, I can't handle it. But I know you got power, you got all power, and you have the ability to take this one away from me. But he says, no. Nah. Nevertheless, now this is putting his faith online. Putting his faith online was the nevertheless. Help me say the never, nevertheless. The nevertheless is putting his faith online. Nevertheless, not what I want done, not what I will. But really, God, I want to please you so much that I want your will to be done in me, even though I cannot handle this thing. Well, praise be to God. 
even though this thing really is too much for me to handle. But my faith says, Hebrews 11 and 1 says, what? Now faith is what? The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Lord, I just want your will to be done. Huh? I want your will to be done. Jesus, he put his faith on the line several times. The garden of Gethsemane is the one that I wanted to bring out tonight. But he had a resolve to do the will of God. He wanted the will of God done. And just help me say drama in the garden. Listen, we got some drama in the garden. Adam and Eve had some drama in the garden. Huh? But Adam and Eve failed in the garden. But Jesus succeeded. Both of them, now, now watch me now. Adam and Eve had a drama in the garden situation. And so did Jesus. But Adam and Eve couldn't get it together enough. They failed the test. So the enemy was able to have victory over Adam and Eve in the garden to where um their failure pushed them out of the garden. But Jesus in Christ, now watch me, there is, how many know that there is no failure in God? Huh? My brothers and my sisters, even though you don't feel up to it, there is no failure in God. Now, Brother Pastor, I, we've been hearing that for ever since I've been saved, because it's yet true. We have to be reminded that we are asking God's will to be done in our life. Huh? So we found that the disciples were there, and they couldn't see Jesus through. They, the, the, the scripture also lets us know the, the spirit is willing. But this flesh, this flesh is weak. My brothers and sisters, uh, that, you know, it's it just, um, brother, we realize or not, that, that this, this is an exciting time, really, to discover again or re, I want to say, reignite our faith walk with God. Look what God has brought us through. And in my thinking, in, in, in my observation, listen, God gave us early this year that this is a year, 2022 is a year of release. And earlier today, I was just thinking on the blessing that God has bestowed upon the saints and even myself in 2022. But we had to release. Anybody in here release some stuff? Huh? Come on, put a praise on. <laughs> praise Jesus. Did God, when you released, did God release back to you? Huh? Did he do it? Put a praise on him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Was your 
faith put on the line in 2022? Did you have to re-equate yourself with yourself? How many times this year did you have to encourage yourself? How many times this year that you had to push, push to push? You had to push, push to push. You were so tired and wore out or so beat up, but you had to push, push to push. That's what faith does. Faith says, God, you know what? It's not about me. Help me say it's not about me. Faith says it's not about me. Faith says God is about your will. It's about your will working in me. Because when your will works in me, I'm putting my faith on the line so somebody else can catch a hold and see not only what God is able to do, but catch a hold of some faith, amen, and be able to have the strength so they can go through. Do you not know we are really helpers of one another? Huh? So is it a strange thing? The Bible says, um, don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trials that come to try you. Like, man, this is a strange thing happening to me. No, it's not a strange thing because uh, we want the will of God to be done in our life. My brothers and sisters, faith has never made anything easy. Did you hear what I said? Faith has never made anything easy. But how many know that faith makes all things possible. Huh? Go go with me. Turn turn with me to Esther chapter 4. Go to Esther chapter 4. And let's look at verse 1. Esther chapter 4 and verse 1. When you have it, say amen. Do you not know that First of all, the Lord is with us. God is with us. The Lord is with us. Each and every day that God blesses us to see, the Lord made the day. He's with us. And so in, praise God, in Mark, we see that... Um, Faith is on the line through intense pain. Intense pain. Painful posture. Painful time. Painful vocabulary. Painful surroundings. Let's look at the painful things again. A painful posture. A painful time. A painful vocabulary and surrounded by sorrow. That right there is enough to make you want to quit. When you look at his posture, how was he situated? When you look at the time, how was time looking for him? And then his, the vocabulary that Jesus used. All of these things. Do, do you not know that, 
my brothers and sisters, listen, listen to me well. Rarely do we ever advanced, ad advance in faith without difficulty. Rarely do we ever proceed, advance in faith without difficulty. Huh? There, there is, um, James brings about, and James, just put down James 1 and 2, and put down 1 Peter 1 and 6. Um, give me James 1 and 2. Quickly, we come back to Esther. You got James, give me James 1 and 2. If you have a say, man. Brethren, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Huh? When troubles of any kind come your way. Consider some joy. Do you not know? It's, it's, it becomes difficult when, when we put our faith on the line and we go through to see the difficulty and anticipate that joy comes right behind it. Difficulty then joy. You got to go through. We have to, we must go through. And then comes joy. Listen, joy comes often through saying, I surrender. Did you hear what I said? Your joy can be manifested your joy can come alive. You, you can feel your joy when you just tell God, Lord, I surrender. What does that tell God? Lord, I know you're able. I know you can do all things. So, Lord, let your will be done. My, my joy comes when I say, God, it's too much for me. Only you can do it. What father would deny his child when his child is hungry something to eat? That's the way God is. But my brothers and sisters, our faith on the line because the world, the world just told you this year that you wasn't going to get your breakthrough. Something came your way. Something came through, um, well, I don't want to say through the social media, but maybe with somebody that just walked in into your space and just told you some things that wasn't going to happen. But do you not know that the God that we serve specializes in everything that the devil would try to come against you with? The God that we serve specializes in making the devil a lie. Huh? Y'all believe that? Come on and put a praise on it, somebody. When you know without any reservation that you should have went under, but God made openly the devil alive. Come on and put a praise on it. You know good and well you shouldn't be this far. 
You know good and well you shouldn't have favor. You know good and well that you shouldn't have your breakthrough. But God openly made the devil alive when you put your faith on the line. Hallelujah. Oh, praise be to God. My God today. You know you did have your Gethsemane experience. Lord, if it's possible, let this thing pass me. Hallelujah, Jesus. But then, but then you leaned on the power of God's word and said, Lord, not my will, but Lord, go ahead, go ahead and let your will be done in me. Then comes some joy. Praise God. Then comes your joy. My brothers and sisters, listen here. Can I serve notice on you? You cannot have faith without difficulty. There's no way in the world you can have you can have faith without having problems. Huh? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. But the what? The evidence, I don't see it. I just don't see it. But you know what? You know what? More than that, have you ever have you ever been in a situation? Or oh, praise God, have you ever have you ever been in a place where you just said, "God, I I just don't get this. God, I just don't get it." Have you ever felt like you didn't want to open up your your curtains in your bedroom? You ever felt like I don't want to just I don't want to get out of the bed? Have you ever felt like I just don't, I don't want to be around nobody. I don't want to answer my phone. I don't, I don't want to talk to no, you have you ever been there? But then I heard, I heard somebody say, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my God today, remember the, the, the joy comes through your difficulty. Huh? Let me, let me move on. Do you not know that faith on the line will bring a prayer life second to none? Your faith on the line will bring a prayer life that you never had before. You really, I mean, I, you know what, I, 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 I get it, I, I do get it. Sometimes things are a long, long time coming, coming to you. And I do understand why, you know, some folk don't have a prayer life. Because, believe it or not, can I keep it real? Some, some folk think faith, uh, prayers, prayer is, is boring. And I do understand it. See, understanding helps you to process things. I mean, you agree with it. You know, Prayer can be born if you don't know what to say. Hello? Prayer, prayer, prayer can be born if God never answered your prayer. <laughs> huh? Yeah. But when you know, when you made up in your conscious mind that God, I'm going I'm, to I'm serve you. And we, you know, we we got all these 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 I call them church sayings, you know. 
Somebody asked you, how you doing today? Blessed and highly favored. What? Come on, come on, come on. How you doing today? Well, I'm in it to win it. Oh, here we go. Can you just answer my question? Uh, because you look good and terrible. That's how you look. Now, and then you're talking about you blessed and highly favored, but you look good and terrible. You know what I'm saying? And then your actions does not produce, you know, any type of, of, of aura that will even make me feel like, you know, that you do have some, some hope. But what happens is when you are pushed to your limit, you know, God, God will, and, and you know, I, I've said it for years, if you can stand to pull, God, God will pull you through. You have to make up your mind, listen, God, I'm going all the way. And you know what I do understand? Now, now watch this one. Now I'm going to go to, uh, um, what's the next scripture? I'm going to go Esther. You know, people used to say that, you know, the only people that are in church are the ones that's on, back then it was called ADC, Aid to Dependent Children. Uh, they, may, they may have another name for it now. And older people, you know, because older people are scared, and then the ones that are ADC are poor. <laughs> but the devil is a lie. But one thing about age, the more you mature and the older you get, I believe the more sense that you get. Case in point, I got enough sense now to know if it's ice on that sidewalk, I'm not going to run to my car. I got that much sense. I got enough sense to know that I'm going to, you know, test the sidewalk a little bit to see how slick it is. And I'm going to surely take my time because I know if I do hit the ground, you know, these bones ain't going to heal like they used to heal. I got that much sense. So what I'm saying, some things will, um, the preacher was right in Ecclesiastics. He was right. See, as you get older, wisdom sets in. You know, now that's not true that the church is full of the poor and the old. There's young too. But there's somebody that has really tried God and have experienced the power of God's healing, the strength of God's power when they're going through. And when we feel like Everything is closing in on us. God always makes a way for his people. Tell me, said, putting your faith on the line. That being said, go with me to the book of Esther. Esther chapter 4, and I want verse 1. Okay? Esther chapter 4 and verse 1. There's, I think there is about 17 verses in that chapter 4, but let's look at the whole fourth chapter. Mordecai here is requesting Esther's help. Mordecai learned all about the things that had been done that what, what Haman 
plan was. And the scripture says that he tears his clothes and he puts on burlap and he sits in ashes. He goes out into the city and he's now just crying. He's welling out um, bitterly. And so he goes as far as the gate of the palace because no one was allowed to enter the palace gate while they were wearing clothes of mourning. All right? So as the news came to the kings about the king's decree and it reaches everywhere possible, um, the Jews had was mourning. They, they, they got together. They fasted. They wept. They cried out. And they were arrayed in their mourning clothes. Their faith was put online. Now, there's something that's interesting here because Esther's maid came and told um, Mordecai, well, they told Esther about Mordecai and what happened. Now, she's also distressed, but Esther's in the place where she could go with the rest of the Jews or she could take a stand and just go uh, by herself or ignore what is happening. And so the word comes to Esther and Esther sends word to Mordecai, find out what's going on, and, and the story's being told. I'm just cutting across the way. Esther is told and gave instructions what to do. Now, here we at, or here we are with this, my brothers and sisters. Sometime in the in the scripture, we'll say, you know, Esther's comment, you know, if I perish, let me perish. I'm going to see the king. But in her mind, think about her situation. She really put her life and her lifestyle in jeopardy because she really didn't know the response of the king. Because she knew the instructions, and, and, and if she did not approach the king right, if she did not do it according to their policy and procedure, she could have got killed. Esther was putting her faith on the line for her people. My brothers and sisters, we, as a faith family, we, as a people of God, first of all, 
I really want to see as many of my family members saved as possible. I, I, I really, I don't know about anyone else, but I, I'm not really comfortable in just striving to make it to heaven by myself. I, I really have a mandate that is built within me. I want to see as many people that I can loving them some Jesus that want to make it to heaven. I, I, I really, I really, I really don't understand you just doing this by yourself. Huh? Your faith will be challenged. Your lifestyle will be challenged. Scripture says that when you don't run with them same folk that God brought you out from, the Bible said that they'll, they'll think about you like something strange is going on with you. How come you don't run with me no more? How come you don't hang out with me no more? We used to run. We used to be, you know, tight. But why, why did you separate? I separated my lifestyle, but I'm yet coming because the glorious God that I serve and the wonderful Jesus that paid the price, I want to introduce you to somebody that changed my life. Praise be to God. Huh? And I really want to share the blessings. When God blesses me, I don't want to keep it to myself, but I want to pass the blessing on. So my brother and sister, I got to put my faith on the line. And I'm really, I'm not going to be satisfied until I see a breakthrough for each and every one that I know of, whether friend or or, or, or relative, I want them to see the God that I serve. And I want them to know the God of the Bible. How about you? If you're there, put a praise on it, somebody. Huh? Esther. Esther was there. Esther put on her royal robe to enter into the inner court of the palace just across from the king's hall. The king, he was sitting on his royal throne facing the entrance when he saw Esther standing there in the inner court. He welcomes her, held out the gold scepter to her. Esther approaches and touches the end of the scepter. That was the key. Uh, listen here. Faith doesn't make anything easy. Faith makes it possible. Do you not know that when you tell people about the God of the Bible, when you tell them about what Jesus Christ has done, first of all, your lifestyle speaks louder than what you can say. You know, have you really been saved from something? If you've really been saved, you've been saved from something. But being saved never did say that you wouldn't go through problems. Huh? And my brothers and sisters, problems, praise God, problems sometimes does not have an end date on it. You begin with it, and you see the beginning of it because you get you get all your senses are aware of the beginning of the problem, but you don't see the end. But when you put your faith on the line, even though you don't see the end, 
you know, praise God, that weeping may endure for just a night, but joy is going to come in the morning. Praise be to God. I don't have to see the end, but I know who has the power of the end. One thing I know, my brothers and sisters, the enemy may come against us, praise be to God, but God has the final say. If you believe that, come on and praise God for it. The God that we serve has the final say. Huh? Sometimes our victory, our victory is through pain. Yes, our victory through pain. Who wants to lose? Really? I'm not living saved to lose. I believe that we have the winning team. I believe that we're on the right side. Huh? I believe that God has the ultimate answers to all things. But one thing he has laid upon us that will never change, my brothers and sisters. Go back to Hebrews. Hebrews 11. We got one. But I want you to look at Hebrews 11 and 6. Now the word but comes up in verse 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God, huh? Or to please him. For he that cometh to God, what? Must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Wait a minute. Faith is. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. He that cometh to God, you got to believe. What 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 must I believe? My brother and sister, you you must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. God is going to reward us. What is a reward of us going through our trials? My brothers and sisters, the reward is your breakthrough and then another trial. Uh oh, I hope I didn't lose nobody. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Did Pastor, did I hear you right? Yes, you did. Your reward is a breakthrough. And then going through again. Well, how is that a reward? Because if you notice, the last situation you came through that you thought that things weren't going to happen, you put your faith on the line, that made you stronger than what you've ever been before. And it made you strong enough to go through what God has for you next. Now, does that mean that God put you through what God does? He said, now, listen here. Well, case in point, 
Peter, I prayed for you that your faith faileth not. And when you are what? Strengthened, strengthened your brother. So you're going through, you're going to be rewarded for going through to go through again. Because why? God has set you up to strengthen somebody else when they're going through. That's why your faith is on the line. Huh? Scripture says this. Watch me now. It said, let the weak say I'm strong. In other words, you got to encourage yourself. Huh? You got to know that God is a what? God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Huh? You, you got to believe the Lord. My, my brothers and sisters, when you look at the text and, and scriptures, praise God. Second mm, Timothy 3 and 16 comes to mind. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Huh? You're putting your faith on the line is a righteous act of God. God is working through us. You know what? Listen, you can only lead from in front. How can you lead from behind? And some, I can hear somebody say, you know, ask the question, God, why? Why me? Y'all heard me say this, Miracle Central family. Aren't we picked out to be picked on? Huh? Yes. When you testified about what God has done for you. And then you testify, and you know what? God has done this, and I'm so glad, and I'm going to do this and this. Yeah, keep, keep it up. Because we are still overcomers of our testimony. And the enemy is going to hear what you say, and he's going to challenge what comes out of your mouth. And my brothers and sisters, you're putting your faith on the line, not just for yourself, but it's for somebody else to see the, the God of the Bible and know the God of the Bible. Huh? Yes, yes. So let's see here. Look at Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. For the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner, what? And is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. Then watch me now. The Bible said that God sent his word, and his word healed them. God's word will heal us. Huh? God's word will heal us. God's word has healed us. Huh? And if you can catch anything, if you can catch anything, God's word can deliver you. Huh? God's word gives us strength. My brother and sister, this is, this is not a time for us not to put our faith on the line. 
in these few minutes left. Your name ain't Peter. I don't think so. Your name might be Peter. Somebody might be listening. Your name is Peter, but Peter walked the water. I don't have. I don't believe I have to walk any water. The record is clear. But some things that Peter did not go through, you'll go through. And the Bible lets us know, praise God, that we are the salt of this earth. Somebody has to know the God of the Bible. And isn't God, hasn't God done so much for us that you really can't keep it to yourself? Hasn't God done some things that have blown your mind? And you know you can't keep it to yourself. Now listen, any other time you can't keep secrets. You know, you know, some of you might be the one that is oh, don't, don't, don't tell that person because they can't keep nothing. Well, this is something that you shouldn't keep. You shouldn't keep what God is able to do. You know, I understand you may have that hard time, and, and even the thing may hurt you so bad that tears are coming down. You can testify. Yes, you, you can see me crying, and I got mixed emotions. But the God that I serve, he's able to do exceedingly, able to do abundantly. But all that we ask, my God today, or even think, because why? It's according to his will. Huh? Thy kingdom come. God, I want your will to be done. In me. Huh? In me. So, my brothers and sisters, we have to put our faith, putting your faith on the line. Jesus did it. Jesus gave us how to do it. Look what he said. Father, if it's possible. If it's possible. Now, now wait a minute. He's not downing God. Why? Because he knows that all things are possible through God. If it's possible, let this cup pass. I really don't want to go through it. But I'm putting my faith on the line. Why? Because there's some claims down there. There's some, whatever your last name is, there's all of them down there that I really have to lay this thing out so they can make it. Because what the enemy, what the devil meant for their demise, what the devil meant for evil. God don't have to take you out of something. God can keep you right in that thing and yet deliver you. Huh? God don't have to take you out of the problem. He can keep you in the midst of the problem. That's how powerful God is. God can give you joy unspeakable. You know what? When you really don't think that you're going to have a good day, all you see is a dark cloud. God can take the sun and break the cloud open just enough. Just enough. You can see the sun shining in the blue sky and then close it back up. You know what that means? Let you know? This storm has come to pass. It may be dark now, but my faith is on the line. My faith says that God is going to bring me through. This is the last Friday in 2022. This is a year of release. 
And I praise God that God is a promise keeper. God has kept his promise. God has released some things. We've been releasing and God yet released that. And, and, and listen, it's not over with yet. I believe God. And my brother and sister, in, in closing, again, I thank God for each and every one of you that have supported this ministry and are yet supporting. And I thank God that even with uh, living the word, praise God. The whole concept is let's live this thing, huh? Let's live the word. Let, let us not only be a hearer of the word, but let's be a doer also. Let's, let's live this thing. Let, let's make the devil a lie, huh? Let's, let's, let's step out on, on nothing, but something is there. What is the something? I'm stepping out. I don't see anything, but I'm stepping out on nothing. But I know when I step out, something's going to be there. Who is that something? The God that I serve. Well, praise be to God. Because why? I'm putting my faith on the line. I'm not scared. I'm not scared to tell my family that God's a healer. I'm not scared to tell somebody that God is a deliverer. I'll tell anybody, praise God, that the God that I serve, he will change your life. You don't have to live in the dumps. You don't have to live beneath your privilege. huh? God has made us the head and not the tail. I can tell somebody through my faith that tomorrow will be better than today. Your future looks much better than your past. I thank God for you. Jesus did it. And we can do it. There's nothing that we can't do. Because the scripture is clear to us. My brothers and my sisters, we walk by faith, not by sight. Let me give you a funny, I got about two minutes left. See, spectacles, glasses. They're here to help you see what your naked eye is void of. So they're here to, ex uh, to assist in seeing. And sometimes we don't see things like we should. Some things may be blurred. Some things may be out of focus. And that represents our problem. Some things we can't see a breakthrough because it's blurred. We can't see what God's going to do because of our vision is not, it's blurry. We can't focus. So God will send us help. And I thank God for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will give you clear vision. Huh? Yes, the Holy Ghost will let you know that God's up to something. And I want you to know that the God that we serve, he's not dead, he's yet alive. But you have to learn, you got to put your faith on the line. Jesus put his faith on the line. We have to put our faith on the line because he did it for us. Put your faith on the line to bring your family through, to bring your relatives through, to strengthen your faith. Huh? And uh, Esther said, messed her up mentally. She said, and really, she told Mordecai, listen, I don't know if you really care for me or not, but 
I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see the king now. But if I perish, let me perish now. Sometimes we mount up with that. But I think she was saying, listen here, y'all set me up. This was a setup. And you about to mess up everything that I have now. So she says, if I perish, let me perish. But I'm going to go. God remembered her. And everybody else forgot. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord smile upon you. Your faith, putting your faith on the line. May God give you strength. If I don't see you again in, before this year is, year is over with, I pray. But actually, stay in tune with us. Stay in tune with us. And if the Lord said the same day is coming, my prayer is that I will see you in 2023. Living the word. Yours truly.